On this week's episode of Bungalow or the Bus, we're way out of bounds in Oviedo. Willkommen das Bungalow und the Bus. <laughs> the Bus. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Bungalower and the Bus. I am Scotty Campbell. And if I'm going to have to go to your pool party, I'm going to look at your man's junk. Brendan <laughs> O'Connor from Bungalower.com. That's not a lie. It's not a lie. You might have noticed the bus isn't here. He's gone on another vacation. He is. He's got a lot of vacations for another, that guy. Yeah, another month, another vacation for John. It's his anniversary. Oh, you I can't see. hold it against him. He's anniversary of what? Uh, losing his virginity at the age of 30. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And tonight, we're a uh, little bit out of the bounds. Usually, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. We're still going to do that. And we like to record at different venues around Orlando and Winter Park. But we're out in Ov- Oviedo. Oh, yeah, as our <laughs> GPS was saying. Yeah, yeah. Oviedo. Oviedo at the Oktoberfest. And you it's might so hear awesome. The, you can hear the oompa music in the background. And live, live Oompa music. Well, it's hopefully awesome. not overpoweringly so. I think it sounds pretty good. We'll I see. I hope so. I we'll think s- it's a nice background. We'll see if the station yells at us. Yeah, they invited us out. It's beautiful at the Oviedo uh, Amphitheater and Cultural Events Center, which looks very fancy new. Yeah, it does. Uh, what's your week been like? What's been happening, Scott? <laughs> what's my week been like? Yeah. Uh, you know, highs and lows. We got in a you little bit of fight goes. before we went on here, so this is good. We won't <laughs> we won't get into it, but there's going to be an underwriting. We, it was a discussion. Yeah. It was a healthy discussion. We had an underwriting sense of doom <laughs> <laughs> with everything we say. Yeah. Uh, I went to... Halloween Horror Nights last night. I know you did, and I did not. No. Okay. <laughs> we will talk you about took, what you, you did. You take a different date. It was good. I brought Grizzly Martin, who's a fantastic local photographer and a listener of the show, and his wife, uh, Bex, who owns Leguminati, loaned him to me so we could take him out, and we had such a great time. And, how'd, the, uh, how'd the photos turn out? The photos were the best part. Yeah. My video was just okay. Yeah. As you can see up on our Instagram, at Orlando Bungalore. Uh, but Grizzly just killed it with his photos. They're well, beautiful. I think it's kind of fun because you have those little, like the fact that you couldn't, you can't tape inside the houses. Uh, I think it makes a funny little bit when you like cut away. And I did the little trailers. Yeah. Yeah. You can see it up on there. Who yeah. knows? Uh, we made some new shirts because we'll tell you about that. There's a really cool new printing shop downtown. And then uh, I'm going to be going to an OMA preview. This weekend, because uh, Clyde Butcher's new exhibits there. That's Orlando Museum of Art for, for the, people who may not, you know. Thanks for that context, Scotty the Downer Campbell. <laughs> killing all my alliterations. <laughs> uh, yeah, they've been closed for renovations. And they're opening up for new gallery stuff. Right. right. Things that galleries and museums do. But you're seeing, uh, you, ju- you just mentioned a Clyde Barker, uh, B- Butcher. Yeah. Who's an uh, amazing... Uh, black and white photographer and clive barker is a gay author that you don't care for i tell i don't care for him because like he basically takes his uh work and pushes it through a thesaurus machine uh-huh and it's uh, it's hard to read nobody cares scotty oh sorry <laughs> i'm just kidding Someone but is, out there you know, we're coming out upon halloween so that was a pretty relevant was very timely know, discussion very timely congrats to us uh advent health is in green status again did you know that? I did not know that. It but, doesn't mean but, they have gangrene. No, I know. 
It's the level of COVID, right? Or just like, like or they had those levels anyway. Yeah. Okay. Like, like, yeah, they would do that anyway. What is they green? Were in black green means status, go. Which is the worst. Yeah, and green means go. Okay. And so they're good to go. Green, <laughs> okay. Good to green. Okay. And, and they mean uh, they they're like at half the patients they were. Six hundred and sixty patients across their locations across okay. Central Florida Very have been good. confirmed to have COVID positive. T, you know, COVID yeah. positivity. Yeah. Which is a good outlook on life, even though you have COVID. Right. And that's uh, that's what that's happened there. I don't know what to say about it. They're doing elective procedures. It's good. We're not seeing as many waves. But there's a lot of big, it's fall festival season. We'll see if we get another wave, right? Right, right. And they're saying it could happen. So um, a, lot of, a lot of experts are just flat out saying there will be another wave in the fall. Saying it's going to be a seasonal thing. That's yeah. We don't need to talk about that, though. Uh, Florida was just named the most... It's a weird. Florida has the most we're ranked in the most deadly states for animals. For the animals. For that, animals. For the animals themselves, not being attacked by an animal. For for being attacked by animals. Oh, okay. Okay. But the they called it Florida most deadly animals, which doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> no. uh, and according to some random website, outphoria.com. We're in third place behind Texas and California with 247 deaths caused by animals between 1999 and 2019, which is like 10 years. Take that, Texas. <laughs> Texas is ahead of us. Oh, they oh, they had more deaths. Yeah, Texas and California. Oh, I thought, oh, we're third. And I guess because they have warthogs? Do they have what? Warthogs? What do they have? What, do they have? <laughs> what is it, like cows? Republicans. Oh, it's probably longhorn cattle. Republicans getting killed by the cattle. Oh, interesting. Right? Yeah, maybe. And then grizzly bears, maybe that, California. Come on. Okay, so Florida needs to do better in this category. Because we got what do we got? Pythons. Pythons and and uh, don't we have uh, don't we have uh, deadly spiders and stuff? Yeah, too? spiders. We yeah. got uh, sharks, of course. Um, uh, 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 those caterpillars that are really uh, hairy. And the gators. It hurts your fingers if you pet them. They look like and crocodiles. Well, we don't have that. crocodiles, do we? Uh, Governor DeSantis just appointed a new state general for health. Okay. What do you call it? Health general. <laughs> health general. He said general health. General state of health. I am general, general. health. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he happens to have written many essays about this, the non-safety of COVID-19 vaccines. Oh, wow. And the non-effectiveness of masks. And, oh, I see. And he has a predispos- predisposition for hydro, I can never say it, hydroxychloroquine, which sounds like a drag queen. <laughs> and uh, his name's Dr. Joseph Ladapo, and he thinks people should just make their own choices about healthcare, and he doesn't uh, like mandates or lockdowns. Okay, well, he sounds like yeah, a perfect. Sounds like a winner. We, yeah, he's, he's definitely a good match for 42 governor. years old. Yeah. He signed a document. It's called the Great Barrington Declaration, Scotty Campbell. And it's it's a statement from a group of fringe scientists in October 2020 that were that was calling for herd immunity. Right? They're like, this is the best way. They said it's the most compassionate approach to dealing with a pandemic is people who are uh, could be killed by it should stay home and everybody else should be allowed to do whatever they want to do. And then uh-huh. real scientists were like, 
the population doesn't work like that. <laughs> and you can't just segregate people like that. Right. Because everyone's going to talk to everybody they want to talk to and someone's going to get sick and die. Right. That's what I'd say about that. Uh, oh, he also just was in the news, I think, yesterday. He said he wants to get rid of quarantine policies for kids, like in schools. So if you, it's going to be up to parents to decide whether their child quarantines or not. No longer enforce quarantines. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. Where are we? I'm too Canadian Welcome for to Florida. this Florida. Uh, you're too Canadian for what? For this world. For this world? <laughs> you know, like, I just... <laughs> That's like my Waldorf weird Canadians Soviet policies are like <laughs> the government wants me to do it, I'll do it. <laughs> my tax dollars are at work. You right. Know? That's too funny, you can't do that here. Uh Florida Craft Store is challenging the vaccine passport ban. They're out of Sarasota, but I thought it was too good not to share. Since we're talking yeah. about general news stuff. And, uh, oh, this guy's going to put his boot beer right in my beer. Oh, Prost. thank you very much. Prost. 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 <laughs> Hi, Abigail. Hey, Abigail. <laughs> Just people so nice at Oktoberfest. Yeah, yeah. What were we saying? It might be the beer. It might be. <laughs> I've had a couple myself. Uh, we were talking. Oh, it's uh, called Bead Abode in Sarasota. It's a craft store. They're filing a lawsuit challenging the constitutionality of state law that prevents proof of vaccination against COVID before allowing people into your business. So they're they're suing the state. This little Good. bead shop in Sarasota. Good. I bet I think, it's like I some more like old I, lady. I keep expecting to hear that the theme parks will because certainly these policies have hurt tourism. People sure. don't want to come to Florida because and you have a it just sounds beer. like we're we're just sort of like a a cesspool of of COVID to the COVID rest of the world. And butt you know? touching and gator wrestling. Where did the butt touching come from? That's just what people think about Florida. Oh, that we touch butts a lot? Well, yeah. that's a fair criticism. That is fair. There's a hyphen Actually, in all that's a fair criticism. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just that we'd rather be known for the butt touching. I would, wouldn't you? Right. So call, call Visit Florida right the butt, now. The butt touch date. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a bumper sticker? Yeah, that's a bum, it's a t-shirt for sure. You sell that at Daytona. People would love it. Uh, Orlando Date Night Guy just put out a brewery roundup. That's a hard word for me to say. Brewery. 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 They, uh, and they have little descriptions about like why you should go to that brewery. Okay. And uh, it's really cool at orlandodatenight.com. I wish I had been along for that research. <laughs> I hope they went to the mall. Right. Instead of just like sitting at home. Like Googled it. Because we yeah. could do that. I've done that. I charged somebody for that. <laughs> I wrote some copy for them. I just I haven't been there. What's everyone saying on Yelp? <laughs> Dollar a word, ma'am. Dollar a word. Um, Don't tell your secrets. What's your favorite brewery? My favorite brewery? Oh, oh that's hard. Where can uh, people find you? Uh, I think most often it's 1010, but uh, which I do love, but it's because it's the closest one to our house. <laughs> 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 But I mean, I'm a big fan of Ivanhoe Park Brewing. They're um, great. You know, you know, they just, uh, they just became the official brewery for uh, the hockey people, Solar Bears. Yeah, yeah which yeah, is yeah. Uh, which is awesome. We're working. Uh, the library is working with Ivanhoe Park Brewing to do a special 
beer in yep. honor of Captain Albertson. Captain Albertson, Does do you know exclusive? about him? Yeah. Captain He's Albertson. the founder of the library. Well, he donated books way back when, 100 years ago. This is the anniversary, November 10th. And uh, it's uh, then the, 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 the proviso was that they had to create a library, which is how Orange County Library System and started. And you still have all the books? Yeah. But you know what I was going to say? Uh, in all of Florida, I think if I had to pick a favorite, Cigar City is probably my favorite. Out of all of them? Yeah. Okay. So I hope nobody, none, none of the other brewery friends are listening. And you like Playa though. Linda, though, too. Yeah. 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 I still haven't been there. I, I Or honestly, the beach. I've never been to the beach. Honestly, either. there's uh, we're, we're doing some great great beer work. In <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's the I term? I don't know either. We're doing a lot of great brews here in Florida. I'm proud of us. Can we? I don't know if I want to talk about this, but we're going to. The new standard, right? Right. There's a... Uh, in in Winter Park, this they're, is Dexter's they're on hold at the moment, right? Is that the right? Which everybody's word? written saying that they've been evicted. Fiaz wrote a great piece about them being evicted because that's basically what the landlord is saying. Because they're, right. they're suing the owner of the new standard for missed payments. Okay, um, and then the owner has. I was waiting for a quote from him. He finally gave me one, and it was basically. We're in arbitration or something. We're talking. Lawyers are talking. So I can't tell you too much. Here's a big long quote. You can read his quote on bungalore.com. But basically saying they're in the in the works to try to get it reopened, and that he could be open now if he had staff. But the reason he doesn't have staff is because they all walked out before it got it shut down. Yeah. Right. So there's this big hullabaloo about what's actually happening out there. And man, the back and forth with that guy this week about things I said, things I quoted him with, like this little minutia right. was just very taxing. <laughs> but to be fair, he's the one that's in it dealing with it and all that other crud that's around it. So I don't, it's tough. It's a tough, had you been there? Had I taken you there? No, not to, no. No? No. So we've recorded there a couple times. It's Maybe very- Maybe Grizzly, I don't know. <laughs> You're very jealous about Grizzly, Martin. We, uh, he's very straight. What's that? He's very straight. We could talk about this off air. Okay. <laughs> Is this the fight that we were having before? Everyone's <laughs> going to wonder. Uh, before, anyway, they're, they're really the only venue that through the pandemic was having concerts, like live music, even though nobody was there. And they'd stream the concerts on oh, okay. Facebook, but they were employing local bands, right? Like giving them some yeah. money. And I loved that. And then we worked with the chef who's not there anymore. He left in March, uh, Ryan McLaughlin, because he they were doing BLT kits. So they were doing like take home cooking kits before anybody else was doing cooking kits in Orlando. And and uh, and we did a, a Facebook Live version, like them showing me how to use the Facebook kit or the the cook kit to make yeah. these BLTs. And I just thought they were really ahead of the game. It was really cool. So it's such a shame to see such a quick downward slide. And uh, and I don't really know the reason behind it, but it's a it's a tough time for businesses in general at the moment, uh, particularly the, in the food service and and beverage industries. Everybody's tired, you know. Your clientele is just on the edge, and then your staff is on the edge, and there's just there's everybody's pulling them every which way. So it's a little, it's tough. I don't envy anybody. Yeah, we just need to be kind to each other, right? Yeah. Uh, that, would, that would be that would be helpful. And I'm going to say this name wrong: Haber or Jaber, Jaber. Uh, this restaurant in College Park they've closed. Yeah. They're a Mediterranean right, slash Brazilian that. food restaurant. Yeah. And it's, you know, in itself not huge news, but 
it's followed two other closings, right? Outpost Neighborhood Kitchen moved to a bigger space in Maitland, because mostly because of landlord issues. But they were also very excited to open another location. Yeah, sure. I think they were hoping to have both locations, but it didn't happen. And uh, Rustique College Park closed that location and then opened the new one in Thornton Park. So, which, which we tried to go to the other day, but it was closed. They were on closed Monday Mondays and Tuesdays yeah. and Tuesdays and Tuesdays. Yeah. yeah, so we were locked out. Yeah, but they. It's just interesting to see like that stretch, and I know it's everything cyclical, yeah, in the food industry. So we'll see what happens. But we'll we'll see. Yeah, no. exactly. I gotta say, Oktoberfest goers are not afraid to stare at you. <laughs> we <laughs> I have noticed that. We I got some noticed. microphones out, and people just like, yeah, like, what Ooh, is happening? What's that about? And touching butts. We're doing. They, okay. They've had a few beers, and they believe they <laughs> should have a radio show. So. Uh, Barney's Coffee. The Coffee and tea, rather, and Winter Park-based company right. was just featured on the Drew Barrymore show. I heard that. I heard that. I think I read it on Bungalow. I think I'm the only person that wrote about it. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just for they have National Coffee Day, what, on the 29th? And so this was, like, topical. Well, congratulations to them. You got to get yourself a good PR agent if you want to get, get on some of these shows. I like seeing these local well, businesses. On I, I really, what I like to think is that Drew is out there, like, with her... Nose to the ground, finding these things. That's that's the way I'd like to. She's going back to school for her GED. Oh, really? Isn't that nice? That is nice. I like that. She made the announcement with RuPaul. Oh. I know. It just popped up in my feed the other day because I've written about it now. So now I get all these weird alerts on Facebook about things that I've shared. <laughs> uh, Stasio's Italian Kitchen. Love Stasio's. And, the, uh, and them and, and the food. And the food. That, that, uh, that Italian Cuban can't go wrong. I, I I love I love a Cuban sandwich, and they've done their own twist to it, and uh, I want one right now. Even though I just had a, the German plate here at the Oktoberfest, I keep buying their basil, their pesto. Even though pesto is pretty easy to make, but they have really good pesto. <laughs> I was buy a tub of it and use it for like two but, weeks. So they're they're opening something that's a little different. Yeah, it's called Pizza Frida. Which had you heard of Pizza Frida before? No, is that like pizza, pizza, pizza and Frida Kahlo? <laughs> Pizza by Frida Kahlo. Oh, I like that with an eyebrow. With an eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a pizza with an unibrow. That's, that's funny. And we'll just make your unibrow with a big French fry. I'm Pizza Frida. Uh, it's apparently like a. I think it's like an American Italian thing, and it's like a fry bread. Do you know what fry bread is? It's basically uh, like a donut. Sh- but of course, sweet. I know what fry bread is. It's like they take the pizza dough and right. they fry it. That and makes then they sense. put like a marinara on it and a little parmesan or maybe cinnamon and sugar. And, and we should clarify what we're saying. It, it's spelled F-R-I-T-T-A, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Fritta. Fritta. Because I probably, with that whole Frida joke, probably people Everyone's are like, yeah. Down. Yeah. you're so going to be walking in there and go, I want that Frida pizza. <laughs> it two, it'll be two doors to the west in like this little building that's been empty forever. I think it was like on Robinson, a granola bar place or something at one point. A health bar thing. Yeah. Um, and they really just wanted the commissary kitchen, but then they're like, oh, let's just open a window. Let's so they're going to have their little takeout window let's up in the front. Let's do with something, Nahira. Let's do with something here. Pizza Frida. <laughs> and the guy, Alfonso, the, the dad, who's always in the yeah. kitchen, he wakes up at like always 2 in working, the morning. Always working, man. Always working. 2 a.m. he starts. All of them. Uh, he used to eat them all the time. He said at baseball games. He'd be playing a softball game when he was a kid. 
And there was always like a little cart, a little truck that was always making them. And so it's very nostalgic ah, cool. thing for them. Yeah, I, and I, I can't wait that. to try it. We have a little photo Is of what it going like. What Will it be called Stasios as well? Or what? what's the herb they, I, they I said? I actually don't know what it's called. Well, I think they should name it after us. They haven't even thought about that yet. So next year they'll be announcing Scotty that. Scotty and Brendan's We got to go to break. We got to go to break because oh, the do? library has something it wants to talk about. Oh, man, not and, them uh, again. It's, it's Erica Lee. She's coming at you. Hey, y'all, it's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Eden Bar and the Florida Film Festival. Enzian will be home to the 27th Annual South Asian Film Festival, taking place October 2nd to the 4th, featuring diverse looks at the Indian subcontinent via films sourced from around the world. The festival is co-presented by the Asian Cultural Association and offers four features, seven shorts, and ten premiere films that should not be missed. They're also screening some really great flicks right now, including The Eyes of Tammy Faye, featuring a stellar performance by Jessica Chastain, looking at the rise, fall, and redemption of televangelist Tammy Faye Baker in the 70s and 80s. Other upcoming events include a screening of National Theater Live's No Man's Land with Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart, a peanut butter matinee film screening of Babe, Pig in the City, and special screening of some award-winning short films from the Manhattan Short Film Festival. Go to nzn.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Mo, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing, John? I'm good because I haven't slipped and fallen at a grocery store, but I know people who have. Okay. And we don't talk about this a lot because you do a lot of car accident stuff, but you do slip and fall stuff too. Yeah, I mean, we do really any kind of injury, basically, so, where someone wasn't, you know, it wasn't their fault. So what happens? I mean, who, what happens if I slip and fall at a grocery store or any store? Well, it depends. I mean, it depends, you know, were they at fault for whatever you slipped and fell in? But I mean, there's a general rule. Anytime you're injured on someone else's property or at a store or anything like that, you know, number one, you want to alert the store and have the manager do an incident report. Typically, any store, they're going to do an incident report right there. And then, of course, you want to take pictures of the area around you. You know, take pictures of what you slipped on, what you fell on, and finally, um, go get medical treatment. And you know, it may not be in those orders, obviously, but you know, the whole issue with slip and fall cases is, you know, one should the store owner do they know that it was there, or should they have known? Did they not take proper precautions to to clean up whatever the substance was, or or whatever the the thing on the floor was that you tripped on or fell on banana peels uh, banana peels very very <laughs> dangerous um but then of course you want to you want to be able to document that so that's a lot of times in slip and fall cases it really comes down to what the video shows all right well be careful while you're walking but if you do fall just call mo there you go thanks mo and always remember injured on the go just call mo This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. The library's local wanderer program gives you free access to Orlando's cultural gems. All you need is your library card. Get yours today during National Library Card Sign-Up Month and start exploring. Create a paper mola inspired by Panamanian folk art and learn about the Guna people. In celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month, Paper Mola's art is on September 27th. 
Members of the black community, you can increase your confidence about eating foods important to your cultural roots. Join a registered dietitian nutritionist for debunking myths of healthy foods on September 25th. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I'm Scotty Campbell. <laughs> and uh, I demand a bucket of Fanta and deep freeze air conditioning in my dressing room. Brandon O'Connor from Bungalower.com. <laughs> Don't even understand that. Okay. It's okay. It's a lot of words for you, baby. It is. It's a lot it of is. words. And I've uh, had a few beers here at Oktoberfest. We're here at the Oviedo Oktoberfest, city of Oviedo, through a little shindig at their uh, beautiful event center. I like it over here. I do too. Yeah, this is fancy. I'm wearing some lederhosen, but I, there's only like five other people in lederhosen. Everybody else is rolled up. Yeah, we're in an area with, with apartments, um, and and but it's like a you know little town center at the same time. Yeah, really like pretty little landscaping and lakes. Good job, Oviedo. Good job. Uh, if you like what we're talking about on Bungalow and the Bus, just hop on over to bungalow.com and sign up for our newsletter. Follow us on the socials. And if you like Scotty Campbell, you can check him out. Where, Scotty? Where could they find you? <laughs> I guess you can find my Instagram at Camp Scotty. Uh huh. And, and Scotty spelled with an I E. We should uh, point that out. You also have a uh, two brews in a book. I do a series on Instagram. If you want to see what Scotty's reading and drinking, he, right? He I'll likes go, to go. I'll go, out. Uh, I'll go places and just uh, sit and read a book and and uh, drink some drink some beer. Yeah, if you're yeah. a brewery or a place that has a good beer and you want to invite him out, just let me know. I'll hook you up. Dun, dun, dun. I'll be his pimp. Uh, before the break, we were talking about what? Stasios, right? Stasios opening that new space. What we kind of forgot to talk about was Orlando Museum of Art opening up this new downtown venue. I, I didn't forget, but okay. Uh, so that, I don't know who this <laughs> we is, but they, <laughs> so uh, tell us about it. Well, back in the day, it came. They they've always been very interested in having a downtown museum. And they hired Tavistock to look up some spaces for them. Tavistock said, you know, that we give up. Why don't you just move to Lake Nona? And they said, we'll <laughs> think about it. And everybody kind of, you know, got upset and threw their shoes a bit. And eventually they found this spot where there's, someone's building a 33-story tower in downtown Orlando, South Eola, really, which is almost downtown basically downtown and they're going to be occupying the first two floors and then they're also going to be now this is the real local news uh latest news rather they're going to have a ninth story rooftop garden components of the project which is really cool yeah and it's like chihuly sculptures on it and Guys, if you hear any smacking, it's Scotty who continues I, to eat his soft pretzel. I am. I'm having a pretzel from the Amish pretzel shop. Like, you can't one wait. Of, one of the things out here at the Oktoberfest. Can't wait for what? You can't wait until we're done? You got to eat the pretzel right now while we're recording a you know, radio show? I didn't even know that I was eating a pretzel, but now you've called attention to it. Now they're all going to listen to it, oh ASMR style. Well. well, my pretzel's delicious, and I recommend, I endorse... <laughs> The Amish Pretzel Shop. Uh, please uh, 
hook me up with a sponsorship. Well, I want one after too. <laughs> Maybe should have if you had given me one, I wouldn't have attacked you <laughs> on air. I just think it's cool. I like the idea of a Chihuly sculpture garden. I yeah. also like the idea of it happening there. Yeah, I think do, do Lou Gardens should have done um, it. Chihuly. Yeah, just the general. I love glass sculpture, and yeah. I like the like they're all kind of new agey contemporary I, shapes. I don't know how I feel about the whole idea of somebody somebody having art and their name on art and that they don't necessarily make it. Well, that's what a lot of them do. Designers do it, you know? Yeah, I guess uh, so. You know, Tom Ford. and That's a fair his, point. I guess what I should say, to put a more positive spin on it, is I gravitate more toward those artists who have their hands actually on their artwork on their artwork i get that but like jeff ray who's this local artist amazing he gets all of his pieces manufactured in where china uh, the larger pieces and they're like chrome plated massive scale sculptures and it would take him years to get that stuff done but he's employing these smaller forces that can just bang it out yeah he's got an exhibit right now at mall at millennia oh he does mm-hmm. which actually we're going to be going to for that 50 most powerful party oh we are yeah, what's happening I, I, we got invited we did yeah yeah did i make it probably <laughs> no, i'm went... always 51 <laughs> that's what i said <laughs> i was last time i was in the uh top 10 to watch or something yeah. like two no, years that ago was gr- that was a great honor oh yeah it was, was a good party it. right there in mall of millennia and, and then we went weird. to what is i like the... it it's for the orlando magazine it was super fun being around those people but the the like opening party was like you're in the middle of the ball like just fenced off so people were looking at us like who are these fancy people just having a party in the no, hallway it was like we were it was like we were royalty and, <laughs> and, uh, and the groundlings were looking upon us almost like you're on a float like a parade float except we were going except anywhere. it was a parade float with booze <laughs> which is well <laughs> Hey, all parade floats up. <laughs> well, <laughs> if, they're, if it's a gay pride parade, they yeah, do for if sure. I'm on it. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I would. I would imagine a St. Patrick's Day. Nobody's getting on a float in St. Well, Patrick's Day. Parade. I need to. So are you in the parade this year? Come out with uh, pride. No, uh, uh, Mike and I will be. Uh, Mike, at who's Mike, Mike Donahue from who I work with at the library will okay. be, as per usual, as is our tradition. We will be uh, around the lake uh, in one of the in the expo. Signing people up for their library card. Okay. We do a lot. Of, we do a pretty good number of library cards on during Pride. I'm making the assumption that most bungalow readers have their library card, but I'm not sure. So I would. I'd like. I want to do a survey. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I. I. One thing I have learned in my three years at the library at, in the marketing department is to uh, not not assume. <laughs> not assume. <laughs> it's surprising. Um, and we we you know we we've got work to do here. In, in Orlando, well, we're, I said here in Orlando and we're in Oviedo, but you know what I'm saying. I do. Sorry, I was just listening. Uh, what do you think about I this like whole it when grills? You to me. <laughs> grills. Oh, here grills, we go. Here we go. Debate. We here haven't we talked go. about this one on one, so right. I don't know what your feelings are yet. Uh, the owner of Grills, Joe Penovich, he just shared a pretty detailed statement about how he feels about vaccines, basically saying, he prayed on it. He actually did some sort of retreat or something, like vision quest. I don't know what he did. And he, what do you call it when it's Christian? 
And you go on like a vision quest. A retreat, I think. Right. I don't, th- I don't think it's called a vision quest. I could be wrong. It's not called a vision quest. It's no. called something else. Uh, but a retreat. I think retreat. And to like meditate on it. Again, meditate's well, not the right he, word. Right, that, he prayed yeah. on it. And, yeah. and he th- believes God told him not to get the vaccine. And because of that, now there's this new mandate from President Biden saying anyone, any companies with over 100 employees are to enforce vaccines with their uh, employees. And so he has like over 400 because they have multiple locations like Grills Lakeside over on OBT. As well as there's one like in Cape Canaveral or something, what, um, like that area over on the coast. And he said, I, because of that, because I'm not going to get it, I'm not, I don't believe I can force my staff to do it. And so I'm not going to do it. And I just don't think it's God's wishes for us to impose it on other people. And so I shared it. I did, you know, he posted it on all of his business pages. I wrote about it, basically just regurgitating it. And then sharing his quote, and man, people just went ape poop, like they were flinging poop. They just could not <laughs> believe. A, there were a lot of people that just couldn't believe I even shared it, and then there were a lot of people who felt like I was just trying to be divisive about it. But like that's news, girl. It is. That's news. Is big news. employee, Absolutely. big big employee big force here. Yeah. Um, but what do you think about it? Um, I I think that thinking you know, uh, being fully aware that what you say might get you a hate email. <laughs> well, I think it's uh, ridiculous that there would be this mandate that that is really about safety, and someone would blatantly try to go against it. Um, I you know whatever his personal beliefs are, I I find it uh, I find it surprising uh, that he would actually have. Uh, somebody talk to him like that, um, but I, you know, I suppose it I suppose it is possible. I would be surprised that uh, I would be surprised that that would be God's opinion personally. I'm, but and I know sometimes when people say like God told me, I, I don't think they're actually expecting like they're not saying they heard a voice, right? I don't think they actually like hear a voice. I bet they like get like a compulsion or something, right? They're like maybe they they maybe. feel like the decision they come to after thinking about something after a while was put there by a higher power. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm assuming, but his words were so very specific, right? Like he spoke to well, me and said this, you know, it, I don't know. It's uh, it's also, you know, there's science and, and this is science is also, you know, if you're a believer in God, you have to believe that science has been brought to us by him. Right. I would think, her. I don't know. Um, and, uh, so you know, science is telling us that this is the, the safest way to go. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like uh, I, I feel like in the long run he'll do damage. But you know, it's also this this weird, wacky world right now with COVID, and everybody has opinions about things, and everybody has you know, they're, we're 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 learning as we go along. Sure. So you know, he's making his choices, but I think there are also going to be people who make their choice not to go to his establishment there were people who like specifically there were some a couple of comments were like well god specifically told me 
to get the vaccine, so I know he's lying. <laughs> and I was like, is that where you're going to take this conversation? Was it, was it one of them, like, God told me not to pay my bill? Right. <laughs> my voice. Yeah, a lot of them were like, well, what if he tells me not to wash yeah. my hands to, before I cook someone's burger? Or what if he tells me right. you know, to spit in someone's drink? And I was like, that's a lot of what ifs, and I don't think that's exactly what he's right, saying. Right. But I'm not here to police people's thoughts no, about no. those things. But, it's, but it is interesting it. that... Uh, it became such a hot button thing on your It did. Instagram. Well, and I think, you know, I found myself in the comments trying to like massage people. Like, we're not trying to take a stance. We're just putting it out there. And also, if you're against it, or if you're if you agree with him, now you know that you agree with him, and you can go support him because of that, right? Like so. And I tried to be very down the line about it. So that if you don't agree with it, don't go. But if you do agree with it, then go and support them. I don't care what you do. Right. But if you do something that's newsworthy, I'm going to write about it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Thanks. I I, I, I support you uh, writing about it. Yeah, better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a new print shop open in downtown Orlando. It's called something color me something color me places is what it's called it's in an old it's had a little moment that's a is that the Oktoberfest wow, beer i don't know i think or a stroke i'm not really Uber sure and home from oviedo <laughs> uh it's a direct to garment printer dtg yeah which is my favorite which is basically like a laser print printer that just prints directly on the shirt and it lasts right, longer. As opposed to something that's sort of ironed on, which won't last. Yeah. This is great. And they and there's they're actual artists, they're very artistic in the way that they run the business. It's kind of a gallery slash like salon thing where people hang out and just exchange ideas. It's a little incubator. Cool. And it's located in this it was like an artist loft. Like an artist would stay there. And this second level and then underneath like create art and then be a part of things at City Arts Factory, which is now just City Arts and that old green building at Pine and Magnolia. Uh, we did a little video. We're doing a giveaway. If you want to win a, a custom session to make your own fashion wow, with them, go okay. and do that. You could bring a shirt. It doesn't have to be a T-shirt that they have there in house. I brought in like a cool tie dyed button up like dress shirt that I had made and okay. printed something on the back, which I haven't shown you yet, but it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you I love have that. your secrets, obviously. I do. <laughs> Not into that. Not the secrets, but just like making stuff. Yeah. Like one of a kind things Absolutely. that nobody else is wearing. I, I love that there's something like that in Orlando. Again, we've had them. We've and had especially them in the downtown. Past, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, like that's the perfect spot for it. And I love that. It's also kind of affiliated with the town downtown arts district because they're renting from them for that space. And yeah. so that's exactly what they should be encouraging in downtown. Cool. Uh, CFC Arts just named three new vice presidents. I, yeah. Let it out, yeah. Scotty. No, I just don't understand when so it's called vice presidents. What is this community? What does it mean? Central Florida Community Arts. Yeah. Uh, Joshua Vickery, founder, CEO, announced he's leaving. He's going to D.C. to run like an even bigger yeah. version of CFC Arts. Right. And uh, in his place, he wants to make sure he has a good support network, I guess. So yeah, yeah. He's assembled this little legion of superheroes from the local scene, including, this is the one I was most excited about, Vicki Landon. Love Vicki. Yeah, from Orlando Rep. She's been at Orlando Rep forever as, like, their development director. Yeah. Right? Was that what she was? Yes. And now she's going to be their vice president of development community affairs. Big step up for her. Much larger platform. Uh, I'm really excited to see what she does. But... As someone who's sat on the United Arts grant panels, you know, 
a few times of doing it again this year. I will be very interested to see what their financials are after the this pandemic right. without all those school tours coming through. Like, where are their financials now? And what will it be like without this rock star fundraiser kind of leading the charge to keep their doors open? Yeah. Right? And Orlando Rep, you got to step up. If you're going to stick around, you got a free building from the city. You but know? Who does? Orlando Repertory Okay. Theater. So what they have think? to step up. Yeah. I'm getting confused now. There's without people. her, without, oh, without Vicky, Vicky Landon yeah. as their champion. Well, and I, I have to say, I've noticed, uh, I know I know the History Center is looking for somebody in development. I know that uh, the Orlando Science Center is looking for somebody in development. And now you have the, the rep. So there apparently is a little bit of a, there's a, not a, a lot crisis of, there. There's uh, not a well. lot of development groups here, you know. And, yeah. and it'd be, I'm actually surprised that United Arts just doesn't have like a, a for hire person on staff that can work with organizations to do those grant applications and things for yeah. them. Uh, I think it would go much further than having to process grants in themselves. If they had somebody, you know, they could do it with the uh, Edith Bush Center that does stuff out of Rollins College, and they're, they're training nonprofits to do all those things themselves. But I think there's enough money there to establish just a position or, like, a little department that kind of just goes after those larger grants for some of these local organizations rather than just leaving them to their own wits, you know? That advice was free. (laughs) Every once in a while, I get a good one. Oh, no, we're running out of time. I got to go faster. Uh, (laughs) It Takes a Village coming up. Yeah, I'm working on that. This is an Ivanhoe Village Main Street event. Yep. And you're on the promotions Promotions committee committee for Ivanhoe Village. And specifically, I'm on uh, the committee that is helping to put on It Takes a Village, which has some really strong people uh, it's a fundraising for it. fun like ball event like what is yeah it? It, well yeah it's a it, there's going to be entertainment there's going to be a silent auction um roaming entertainers there's going to be uh john Bustecker and brendan o'connor from bungalore and the bus are going to oh, be the mcs of i it. heard they put out <laughs> there's going to be i beer from ivanhoe park brewing um hammered lamb is helping out with uh the booze um, and so, so basically, it's a night of community, and and uh, it's a celebrating Ivanhoe Village, and in one of Ivanhoe Village's d- gems, the Orlando Science Center, and it'll be up on the the floor with uh, that has the the outdoor patio. So if the weather's good, there's going to be entertainment. For the dinosaurs on, on the pi- yes, yeah, yeah. And you've worked. It's so funny. You've worked at Orlando Science Center. I have. I have. And you were once the Ivanhoe Village Main Street director. I know <laughs> all these things. Right. All these ca- things come together. That's why I just and do you're all sleeping the jobs. with one of the MCs. I <laughs> and I yeah, hope it's I, me. I, I, I was about to say. <laughs> sorry, John. Me. The secret's out. Yeah. <laughs> you would be sorry. <laughs> wow. He's a cuddler. You know, just just a stage five clinger. That guy. You can't get away. He's a Klingon. Oh my yeah. gosh. He'll be in a Star Trek uniform. <laughs> Speaking of. <coughs> Scotty Campbell. Yes. I think I want to be a Klingon drag queen. You might have mentioned this before. What do you think about it? I don't know what to think of that. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I was hoping with a microphone in front of you, you'd find <laughs> out your real feelings, but you didn't. I uh, don't know what to think about it. Why are, are there... They, very they haven't had them. Anyway. There, there wasn't any drag in Star Trek, was there? There were, no, there, were not really. there was some gender bending. But no drag. Gender gender. I think Klingon uh, ladies are just so camp anyway. The who is? Thing on women like roles, they're just crazy. They're so funny. Yeah, and they always have their boobies out. You know, 
just teeth. And they're just and they're always hitting on people unabashedly, and I just think it sounds really fun. Okay. Oh wait, someone's scolding their child right next to us because so <laughs> they're in public. Um, Winter Park residents, did you hear about this story? I want to know yes, what you think about this about the playground. Yes. So right. Winter Park completely renovated their Phelps Park playground. Yeah. And which is good because apparently it had been around for like since the 30s or which something. Which is weird because it's named after Michael Phelps. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Oh, okay. But it's part of like a more ritzy, you know, neighborhood in Winter Park. Yeah. So there's some multi-million dollar homes there. Sure. And people demand, you know, their public parks to be up to snuff if they're going to use them. And so they finally renovated the park. <clears throat> I cannot tell you what the budget was, but it was a lot. And they put a lot of work into it. And in that process, they removed some larger pieces where maybe larger kids would hang out, and they made it more for just kids 2 to 12. So yeah, no, like, pre-scenes. And in that shift, everybody got up in arms. And I will tell you, these soccer moms were out there with flyers, writing sternly worded emails to the city. Yeah. And now the city is listening to them, and they're going to spend way more money to accommodate the few kids that are a little bit over 12 years old that don't want to be caught dead on the jungle gyms. You know what's interesting? I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I hope so. Um, it, it's, uh, I think that people who are in lower income neighborhoods or even in the poverty level neighborhoods are so beaten down by society that they don't speak up about things. Uh-huh. So that's why all these things, these these positive things happen in these well-off neighborhoods and it's it's sort of you know i hear that i think that's part of it but i also think politicians and city people are more prone to listening to people with more money because of their more active populations they're, no they because they're going to make the donations to college park which makes it all go back around. and i've said this many times the fact that college park has somehow blacklisted I-4 and FDOT from ever putting in a retention pond along that stretch of the I-4. They are not allowed to put in retention ponds. Right. Right? But everywhere else, any other neighborhood on that corridor, not a problem. So Winter Park pushed I-4 to go around them because they didn't want it to go through their neighborhood. Yeah. And they won. But like where and that's when you look at the route of it, it's because of rich neighborhoods pushing them away with force fields right. of, of money. So so I think so part of what you're Scotty, this is it. We gotta go. That was it. I got I got you off for it. It's the end oh of the show. Oh my god. I had a thought though. You're gonna have to come I back. I have to come back next episode. And tweet it. John, stay on vacation. <laughs> thanks for coming, Scotty. And thanks, thanks to for Olvido. having me. Thanks to the city of Olvido for hosting us. We had a blast. Oh, and this is happening all weekend. Oviedo October Fest. Come and check it out in multiple days. (laughs) 